In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. And how do we as men overcome being snot bubbled in life? And how do we how do we overcome these blind spots that just kind of clobber us and knock us out of the game? It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army. We salute you. Guys, we salute you because you're getting it done in the stress bubble of life. So thanks for listening to this episode. It's equipping Men in 10. Guys, we're just really pumped that you're here today with us. Really do appreciate it. You, our listeners, make us or break us, and we hope that we are investing in your life and helping you to change your world because when you get it, everyone wins. So I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with the doctor of sound, Dr. Pat George. How you doing, man? It's good. Good to be here. Good to have you here, buddy. In the hey, house. Yeah, baby. Hey, and Dale, how you doing, my man? My backbone, producer, co-host, and friend. <laughs> We're so gangster. Dale We're in the house. I'm in the house, too. Oh, is that what he meant? <laughs> then it's not a brick house. house. She's hot to my day. Just let it all hang out. There you She's go. She's a brick. There we go. For you uh, baby boomers who grew up in the oh, 70s. I hated that I don't song. even know the name of that band, so I just... So One I just, hit wonder. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, well, they're all one hit wonders. They're like eight years old. <laughs> at the time, I, at seventy-five. I was like, what? I was ten. Yeah, so. ten. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I was almost graduated. Oh graduated. man, you're old, dude. So <laughs> anyway, any guy who only watches black and white TV shows is pretty old. So anyway, do you still I, have to I, get I, up and like tick 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 the yeah. dials? No, I do have on. a remote control. Wow, but I had to be here early today. Does it so have I three buttons Mason. on it, like oh, power and then up and down? No, it's 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 legitimate. <laughs> it's a real it's TV. Legitimate. It's not a box H- screen. I have an HD TV that I watch black and white <laughs> on. So we were we were in Baker City last weekend, and the TV in the you know you're at a motel. Uh, there's a big difference between the hotel and the motel. That H and the M are big deal. We had a 20 inch tube TV, yeah, and most of the channels came in okay. Yeah, it was hardcore. So what's well, the difference between the H and the M? See oh, if you know it. If you're in a motel, oh, you're you're getting scaled back quite a bit. Yeah. It's wrong. Do you know what it is? The difference? I, I, I don't I, I do know because okay. I the first ho- the first motels in California in where we grew up in San Luis, a motel is one story and a hotel is more. Uh no, this is two story. Google it. Okay, the, well, a, the, all the motels there are two stories. Well, Motel Six is really a hotel. Yeah, yeah. So you're wrong. And it's more yeah. than two stories. So yeah, the and they changed. leave the light on. Motel means ghetto. 
No, it means one story. It's still, anyway. you're getting ghetto. Wow. We should just, instead of wait, we should just Google it. doesn't have a coffee we'll just, pot. We'll just Google it. Did not and have so, a coffee yes, pot. does not have oh, a coffee Oh, gosh, that's, that's not a hotel. That's hell. So anyway, <laughs> do you got a man law? Yeah. Never make yourself the hero of your own story. Why? Well. That's you, the best story. Yeah. When, guys, when you're talking to guys and they're talking about and then bragging about how they've accomplished all these things in life, and you're just like, oh, there's that. There's always that dude in a circle that is tooting their horn, and you're just like, and everybody in that circle is like dying. This this happens. We talk about this quite often. Every guy in the circle is tooting their own horn. Oh, I man. mean, really? Are you saying that you are? Hold on a second. No, I mean, okay. I, I so agree with over you. Over the top, like bragging about like, oh, like this is the best podcast out there for men. Or I mean, um, not that. Um, but like <laughs> bad example. <laughs> Because it is. <laughs> I agree. With, no, I agree I, with them. I agree kidding. with the man law. I yeah. agree with the man law that we should not be doing that. But it, when I'm in a circle with guys, they're all doing that. It's yeah. like well, it, everybody's it's the posturing. problem with being with a bunch of guys. Yeah, they're posturing. Yeah, they want to one up you. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, well, I've I mean, been there. I, I get, but the secret, I think, the secret is when you go against that mm-hmm. and you live by the man law, and you instead try to lift up the guys in the circle, right? And they walk away going, "Man, that that Dale Culver sure is cool." He, I feel good about myself because of him. That's when you're doing it right instead right. of trying to one up guys. Yeah, there so, you go. Amen. Yeah, no, that I like that. I don't like it, and I like it at the same time. It's better than his stupid Cialis comment from the last podcast. Who, <laughs> Who did that, dude? What the heck was that? Stiff that? I, I don't know, man. The chiropractor know, inspired still, it. I just no, no, don't don't that. put that on to... him. No, don't no. put that on him. That was inspired by hmm. Satan? <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, a couple things. Again, we got to encourage our guys to go to our Men in the Arena Facebook group. Hey, I want to talk about PMS. And uh, PMS, if you recall, stands for Passive Male Syndrome. And I want to tell you a story. And I've told this story before in different circles, but uh, this is not a, a great story about Jim Ramos. But I was a high school guy, and we were playing football. We were playing against a team that I despised. And uh, they had a great running back. He ended up going to Kansas State on a full-ride scholarship, and he was great. And they, 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 their specialty play was this, for lack of a better word, student body ride. It was a sweep, and they would pull the, the front side tackle and the front side guard, and they'd pull the back side guard. And they would have all these guys out there, and they were all big guys, and the back was a little short guy. And so I'm, I'm pursuing this play, and I have this guy on a beat. He's heading towards the sidelines. And I am going to experience an explosive point of contact and take this guy down. And the next thing I knew, I was staring at the stars. I had my helmet was wrapped around my head, and number 63, 73, Kurt Stone was his name, was staring over me and said, "Are you right, man? Man, he snot bubbled me." There's a part on the helmet where, you, and back in the '80s, you were allowed to hit people with your helmet. It was like when football was like you know oh, fun. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, and he, I was just laying there, snot bubbled. And I wasn't concussed. I was totally there, but he had spun me around out of bounds. Their coaches screaming at me. The other players are yelling at me. Yeah, I was snot bubbled. And what I want to talk about with this PMS, I want to talk about being snot bubbled in life. And how do we as men overcome being snot bubbled in life? And how do we how do we overcome these blind spots that just kind of clobber us and knock us out of the game? And so I, I've identified three areas that I want to encourage you men to uh, look at regarding blind spots. The first blind spot is this. Are you living a life above reproach? In other words, we had an equipping in 10 uh, several weeks ago. Are there any gaps 
in your life between the man that you portray in public and the man that you are in private? Is are there any things any are there any areas of your life that are just kind of leaking out there that people are going, oh, that doesn't, oh, that just doesn't look right. I mean, I was uh, I was uh, in a Starbucks the other day and there was a, a pastor friend of mine meeting with a really really pretty young lady about 20 years younger than him. And I, I know the guy and I trust the pastor, but I thought, oh, that just doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. I, so I never meet with women in public. Mm-hmm. I just don't do it. Mm-hmm. I just disallow it in my life. And so are there any areas, guys, or the way you're handling your money uh, or, or or the things you're, you know, I mean, are there any ways of, or the way you're talking to your wife in front of your kids, are there any things in life where you're saying, you know, I had a, Dale and I were hanging out the other day and uh, there was a guy there and the guy has had a real, real, made some really, really devastating choices that really ruined his life. And as we were walking away, he turned back at us and said, make good choices today, guys. Hmm. And we just looked at him. Hmm. We were, we were, I looked at Dale. I go, dude, I hope he wasn't talking to us. I mean, what was that about? Yeah. Because this is a guy who made devastating life choices that have destroyed his, at least for a long period of time, his reputation but admonishing us to make the wise choices. And so I thought that was really, really interesting. So guys, are you living above reproach? Number two, second blind spot, are you living a blameless life? In other words, can anyone point a finger at your life? Can anyone accuse you of something? Have you opened the door for somebody to say this or that about you? And I think you need to be really, really careful about your business practices, about how you interact uh, with the opposite sex, uh, about uh, the things that you're uh, putting out there on social media. You need to be really careful. And number three is this. Are you living without secrets? In other words, are there any unswept corners in your life? And man, I, I think it's pretty normal, very, very normal for us as men to struggle. But if people don't know what your struggle is, if people don't know what you're working through, that is called a secret. <laughs> so you want to get your secrets out there, get them out of the darkness, get them into the light, get them out of the corner, move them into the middle of the room. You know, that elephant in the room, people see it. And so if you have a secret that if it gets exposed, it could ruin you. Guys, do not do it. Do not do stuff that will allow life to snot bubble you. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of Equipping Men in 10. Guys, we want you to get involved in our army. We want you to help us in building an army. So go, guys, enlist in our army by going and getting involved in the Men Arena Facebook Forum for Men, enlisting uh, and subscribing to this podcast. Guys, invest in yourselves. Invest in you becoming the best version of you. And uh, guys, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Make sure you join uh, the wait list for teams in the fall or winter or spring. So, Dale, take us home, man. Guys, I want you to head on over to meninthearena.org and pick up Jim's newest book, Strong Men, Dangerous Times, and also fill out the form to join our program that is coming this fall. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor, hear the deafening roar of the crowd, taste the sweetness of victory, smell the stench of battle, get in the game, get dirty, grind it out, and be a man. You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. 
What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.